1: Welcome, Star Wars fans, to Episode 7 of Tatooine Sons. This week, we'll be looking at the real villain of The Last Jedi, Poe Dameron. We finally know when Season 4 of Star Wars Rebels will resume. We'll talk about what we can expect for the remainder of the final season. And Lucasfilm Story Group shared some secrets from The Last Jedi on a special episode of The Star Wars Show. We'll break some of those down. We would be honored if you would join us. It's time for Tatooine Sons.
0: The Force is strong in my family. I am your father. I am a Jedi, like my father before me.
1: Welcome, Star Wars fans. This is Tatooine Sons, your weekly look into all things Star Wars from the unique perspective of a father sharing his love for the amazing space fantasy saga with his two sons. I am BB Nate, and I'm joined first by my brother, Samuel the Hutt.
2: Achoo to Star Wars fans, Uh, thanks for tuning in, and if you're not a Star Wars fan, then you need help. Okay.
1: Okay. And of course, you can't have Star Wars without bizarre father figures, so on that note, here's my dad, the Bowtie Jedi guy.
3: This is the darkest Saturday morning I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And Sam's yawning like it's almost bedtime or something on Thursday night. Yeah. What what do you think about that, guys? (laughs) Because it is. Maybe it's because it is not Saturday morning. That's true. So I guess we should probably take just a second to explain. So um, I work with a little nonprofit out here in California, and we are doing a workshop this Saturday, and... um, I have to be at that workshop because the workshop was my idea. (laughs) And B.B. Nate and Samuel the Hutt are volunteering at the workshop. They
2: were voluntold. They
3: were voluntold (laughs) that they were going to be a part of the workshop. And the result of that is a few days ago we realized that Saturday morning is not available to go live with our podcast. Mm -hmm. So it's Thursday night. But you're not listening to this until at least Saturday because we're not going to let it go live till then. So, uh, you know, we're we're going to see how this goes. So, what do you guys think? We want to give it a
2: shot here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now that we've cleared that up, if a solo trailer comes out between now and recording and uh, releasing, this Whoops. is why we're not talking about it because we haven't seen it yet. Uh, so we'll definitely do like a special episode or something. Um, to to clear that up. So. Yeah, the
3: uh, rumor as many of you that are listening to this know early this week a rumor came out that on Good Morning America on Thursday or Friday of this week.
1: It's it's now being strong rumored for tomorrow. Well,
2: obviously. Yeah, because but here's really, the thing,
3: Whenever they strong rumor this Disney announces in advance that the trailer's coming out the day before and they haven't announced That's it. True. So, I am completely confident that we're not going to have a solo so when trailer are we to miss. Get a I don't know, we'll have to talk about that on another episode. But let's talk about what we're talking about today. First thing on the docket is... Wow, you guys really got into our poll this week. So last week we talked... Um, and we t- did an amazing uh, theory about the Solo movie. And yeah. how uh, Quinlan Voss was uh, in disguise with Solo. And that they were running from Boba Fett, hunting them down with the help of Darth Vader, like an Inquisitor. Yeah. And so we put out a poll last week. And the poll was, what legendary Star Wars character would you like to see in, a solo, in solo with Star Wars Story? You guys liked our poll a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got, as of right now, it's just Thursday evening. So we still have another 24 hours before this poll is actually going to close. And we've had 531 votes. From this, guys, what's the most we've ever had on a poll? Do you guys remember? I think mm, three hundred and sixty, about. I have yeah, no clue. No, it was only two hundred. One poll <laughs> got two hundred <laughs> votes once. So this huh. is a uh, uh, definitely a popular poll. Yeah. The winner, you know, big drum roll moment. Who do you think won? Who do you think? Boba Fett.
1: Uh, of course, Boba Fett.
3: Yeah, Boba Fett won big time. Like fifty nine percent of the vote. Like he got more votes than Obama um, did. Um, <laughs> and. Half of you hate us now and half of you love us. Uh, that we brought Obama. Yeah, our,
2: our view rate just going yeah, now. our
3: listening rate. And some of you absolutely love Obama, so you think that's great. And all you Trump fans out there hate us now. So, um, But we'll just, you know, this isn't a political show. Anyway, yeah. Boba Fett got 59% of the vote. Who got second place? Who do you think? Vader. Darth Vader. But he came in like way, like half, less than half of what Boba Fett got. Uh, Boba Fett got 59%. Darth Vader only got 23%. What do you wow. think about that? Are you surprised a little bit?
2: No. Yeah, no. Mm. Why,
3: why don't you think that more people would like to see Boba Fett? Well, I mean, a Darth Vader.
2: Well, it makes more sense for there to be Boba Fett. Because they're rivals, Boba Fett and Han Solo. You throw in Vader, things start to get a little bit weird.
3: Yeah, okay. that's true. And we've seen Darth Vader in Rogue One, and people are kind of like... Right. You know, maybe There's, we need to start with a different... You can't put Darth Vader in every movie. Right. Um, you know, we got Darth Vader's mask in The Force Awakens. We didn't really have Darth Vader in The Last Jedi at all, did we? They, they mentioned him, I think.
2: Yeah. A couple times.
3: Yeah, Snoke especially mentioned him. Yeah, that. but that's about it. Yeah, interesting. Third place, Quinlan Vos with just 10% of the vote. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think part of that is because he's not a character that a lot of people in the mainstream... Star Wars world yeah. uh, you know that are that are just movie fans that would understand but he's you know his Clone Wars experience and Dark Disciple and right. comic books and stuff like that and then Other got 8% <laughs> and the primary uh, you know we asked people if you, if you voted Other to comment below and the one that's getting a lot um, of comments
2: is actually Jabba the Hutt so what do you guys no, think about Jabba? That. I mean that makes sense if you got Boba and Han you gotta kind of have Jabba
1: I didn't think that As like an appearance Or a main character I thought of that Just When you think of Solo You think of Jabba Yeah Really So I just That didn't really cross my mind of it Like it would be a legendary
3: Star Wars character That would surprise you To be in the movie Yeah, yeah. It, it was just you kind of almost expect Jabba to be right. in the movie And it's easy to do Because he's a CG character now And you can throw him In anything you want As long as he's alive As okay. long as it's pre Hut Slayer moment in, Yeah In uh Return of the Jedi. Okay, cool. I like what John Hoey from Star Wars Newsnet commented on there. He said that he uh, wasn't kidding. He wants Salacious be Crumb.
2: Well, if you have Java,
1: you're gonna have well.
3: Salacious Crumb and I'm dead serious is what he said. So anyway, all right. Well, let's get on to topics because we've got yeah. some fun stuff to talk about today. So uh, I guess we're gonna kick it off to you, Nate. <laughs>
1: So, for the first topic, we are going to be talking about Poe's character arc in *The Last Jedi*. And shout out to SW Intel Network at SW Intel Network for being so supportive on Twitter and social media. Just kind of really being interacting with us. Yeah, lots so, of
3: engagement from from SW Intel Network. Um, so,
1: um,
3: with it, we got it, we had like an interesting. I talked about John uh, Hoey a minute ago, and and. And there was a really kind of an uncomfortable Twitter moment between uh, SW Intel Network, John, and us. But we're going to put that behind us now. You guys know what we're talking about. And uh, maybe we can move on from that. Okay. Um, and if you're not following us on Twitter, which my sons don't really pay any attention to our Twitter account, so they're looking at me like, right, what happened? Was it office gifts? No, it wasn't office gifts. No, no. that was another thing that had to do with uh, uh, the Resistance broadcast. So okay. that Star Wars news Newsnet as well. That was fun. <laughs> I was kept waiting for uh, Bill... Uh, from, from Star Wars News Net to tweet one more office gift because I had a real special one prepared for you but he wimped out uh, in our office gift battle but anyway if you don't follow us on Twitter you need to because it's a heck of a lot of fun uh, but anyway um, let's talk about this idea an article came out uh, this week it's um, by Nerdist yeah by Nerdist where they called Poe Dameron the real villain of The Last Jedi. So, we'll start with you, Samuel the, Ooh,
2: put on the What spine. did you think about that idea? Well, when they laid out the evidence, it... I don't think of him as a villain. He's just not uh, a great guy. A
1: pacifist.
2: Well, he's definitely not a pacifist. <laughs> yeah. You know, permission to
3: jump in the next way and blow, blow things something, up. Up, blow something right. up.
2: but He's not a villain, that's for sure. But he... Um, he, uh, I think he has the mindset of shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah,
3: he's like the ultimate, you know, the Han Solo argument. Who Did Han shoot first? You never have to wonder right. whether or not Poe is the one that's going to shoot first. Yeah, he, at least not in this movie. They
2: were talking about, like, how he endangered everyone and got the whole bombing fleet uh, destroyed. Mm-hmm. And that was obvious. Mm-hmm. But, like, by doing that, he had to have Haldo sacrifice her life and... Uh, basically, he kind of just—they
3: basically lay the death of everybody in oh. the Last Jedi oh, at the feet of Poe Dameron. Yeah. So, what do you at, think about that, BB Nate?
1: First of all, I do not agree with this at all. <laughs> Even they didn't agree with this after they put it out. They, they <laughs> when I was reading the article, they just put out an update that they watched the movie a couple more times and they noticed that Poe Dameron was a. Hero, and he. They must have been getting backlash, think,
3: Because everybody knew. I kind of read the whole article. This sort of it was tongue in cheek. It was clickbait to try to get you on there, which is exactly why we're talking about it here because uh, it's fun to talk about. But (laughs) Mo Dameron's obviously a hero. Well, yeah. I mean, you
2: don't have him doing that.
1: Oh, and then semi
2: unrelated, but I just kind of wanted to throw it out here. And
3: before we go there, you do, guys. You guys know that he's Jesus' daddy. <laughs> right. All right? If you've watched the Nativity Story movie that came out like 10 years ago... <laughs> Joseph in the Nativity Story is Poe Dameron and people don't realize that it's like the first movie I ever saw Oscar Isaac in and honestly if you haven't seen this movie it's a fantastic movie movie. we watch it every uh, the day after Thanksgiving every year we decorate the house for Christmas and we turn on the Christmas lights and the last thing we do is we pop some popcorn we make some hot chocolate and we watch the Nativity Story and Joseph in this Oscar Isaac's performance in the Nativity Story is absolutely phenomenal It's a great thing. But anyway, I I digress. So this
2: is like pretty unrelated. But seeing as we're talking about bad guys being um, like good guys thinking they're bad. Right. Nathan and I were in the comic store a couple days ago. Nathan was looking for – Shout out to Ryan's
3: Comics and Marie out of California.
2: Yes. (laughs) We were sitting there and I was looking around for, for something and I hear these guys talking behind me. I got just snippets and stuff, but they're thinking that Finn is a, is a double agent. agent. No way! And that's why he was trying to kill all the bat, all the. All and the that's why people. he's able to use that electro staff weapon. And I'm like, no, that's ridiculous. Finn I just watched- Yeah, why it- are we talking about Finn? I, that's why I that said was it last me, week. But I was also.
3: I was sitting here envisioning Poe no. as the double agent. Then you said he had a stat, an electro stick. And-
2: well, I'm just saying because we we're talking about good guys. Why
3: are we talking about guys? this?
1: All well, because right, so we couldn't bring it up last week, too. Because
3: you didn't know about it last right. week. Right. All right. So let's talk about Poe. All right. So <laughs> the whole I movie mean. basically starts with Poe uh, holding for General Hugs. You know that whole Hugs. that whole thing. So what? So let's start with you, BB Nate. What did you think about sort of that on hold moment with with Hux or General Hugs as he calls him? What did you think about that whole sequence?
1: Uh, it was a little bit of comedic relief to get the movie going, <laughs> but they it kind of. Really, I don't think they really needed it, but it was still, when it was there, it was
2: good. Well, yeah, and Star Wars I just has like, that kind of humor all the time. Well,
3: well I mean, it know. fits his character, because the first thing yeah. that we really see him when he interacts with the... Yeah, who we, talks first? You talk yeah. First, he talks first. He's, right. He's
1: like the hog solo. Do we mm-hmm.
3: have that sound effect? I don't have that sound effect. I'm so sorry. I, anyway, I used to. And who I, talks first? I talk first. You talk first.
2: I find okay. it funny, because it's almost like an issue we face. With our current technology in this time period, and they're showing that they even sometimes struggle with it in the Star Wars universe. Right. A lot of people have complained that it doesn't fit Star Wars because
3: it's a very, you know, it sort of pulls us out of the fantasy Star Wars universe and into our universe with the on hold thing and, and all that. But we forget that in the 70s, the Star Wars and the early 80s, when the original trilogy came out, Star Wars was rooted in the culture of the late '70s and the early '80s. The things that happened in that—I mean, it felt like the '70s and '80s at times. The hairstyles, the the way that people were—it, you know—I mean, it was similar to that. I don't think there was anything wrong with us. No. And
2: I mean, you got to put people on holding stars.
3: Exactly. And it was—come on, it was funny. It was. It was hilarious. I've got a
2: special message you from. I got. Leia has an urgent message for him about his mother. About (laughs) his mother. I mean, we got a mom joke. From Poe Hammer <laughs> to start the movie, I thought that was awesome. Yes. But anyway, skinny guy, kind of pasty. <laughs> yeah. So then, the first
3: big moment with him outside of the Hux stuff, he's going there. He's taking out the surface cannons on the dreadnought, and um, his you know his his ship gets uh, his X wing gets damaged, and BB 8's trying to fix it so he can take out the last cannon. Literally, starts using his head. Exactly. He he does. Yeah. You know, <laughs> use your head, BB Eight. Anyway, um, he saves, he, he he gets the gun to fire, they take out that cannon, and what does General Leia tell him to do?
1: Uh, just get out of there, because well, the fleet is gone. Yeah, the that was before he had
2: finished cleaning out all the service cannons. Oh, that's he true. He had sold them just long enough for them to, to um, get out of there, and that's then true. he started working on it and that's when he flipped off because he was like disengaged she says now. that's an order right and so what does he, he do just flicks off the
1: uh the I love how Leia says wipe that nervous expression off your face 3PO <laughs> right that's <laughs> just funny 3
3: like PO's always got a nervous expression on his face but anyway, anyway um but Poe turns off his radio and defies a direct order from General Leia and folks this is a big moment because he's that's insubordination in a big
0: way
2: well I mean if you think
0: Casino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Think about it, he kind of got payback for that because Finn did the same thing towards the end. Well, we'll come back to that later when we get to there. But I mean, he
3: takes out the cannon, right? He finally gets BB-8 to, to fix his gun. He takes out the cannon. And then what does Leia tell him to do at that point? Oh, I guess that they've already. she's already told him. To yeah. So at this point, he decides... He's going to keep fighting, and here come the bombers. Yeah,
2: he says uh, tallies, you know, bringing the fleet. Right. Or so they bring I'm in sorry. the fleet, right, and these, like, I don't think
3: there's a, a craft in the entire galaxy that moves slower than a resistance bomber For at real? this point.
1: But a resistance bomber can go to hyperspace.
3: Yeah, it was just weird the way it's they it. has got, like,
2: work. two speeds. like Super
3: fast case? or turtle, yeah. Right, so anyway, so they go on there, and what happens to the bombers? I mean, they have. We know they ultimately are going to take out the dreadnought. That's the whole page moment, and that was awesome. That's not what we're talking about. i not but talking about pages. What talks? What or what happens to the fleet as a all, result of Poe's resist uh, de- defiance of General Organa's order? They all get destroyed. Yeah, there's there's not a single bomber left. No. in the resistance,
2: and many fighters are destroyed. Uh, Right, yeah. So, I mean, he may I, have... It was a huge loss. Yeah, he he may have been the hotshot pilot, but in the end,
3: what did it cost the Resistance right. is what we learned from that. And I guess the, in the Poe Dameron comics, this is a theme that's been taking place a lot. He's sort of the hotshot. He's going oh, yeah. to defy orders. He's going to do whatever it takes. He's not leading. He's trying to be a hero. And this has been going on in the comics, and we see this happen here. Now, we could go and we could talk about that little moment with Finn... And all that, but that's really not part of Poe's arc yet. I mean, he sees Finn; he's excited to see Finn. But what really we need to talk about is that moment on the bridge when we first see General Organa and, and uh, Poe together. What does what does Leia
2: say to to Poe? Slaps him in the face and says, "You're demoted."
1: And they had to film that scene twenty-seven times. What? Yeah,
2: yeah, she had to slap him in the face like twenty-seven many times,
1: times. So was she like
3: intentionally messing up the thing in order to slap him? Probably. That a... That's it. I. I think... could, it could. Sounds see like Carrie Fisher, Fisher doing that. Yeah, doing that. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Um. And then she says, like, we... he's like, we took out a dreadon. She's like, yeah, but at what cost? Right. And he's like, he he, he says. I... Got the dialogue down. He says... Well, how many times have you guys seen the movie? We've seven.
1: seen it seven
3: They've seen it seven. I've only got to see it six. They went with their buddy the other night and I uh, had something else going on so I couldn't go.
2: But anyway, he says there were heroes on that mission and she was like dead heroes, no leaders. Dead heroes, no leaders. Now we're going to stop now. I haven't done a lot of
3: this on Tatooine Sons yet but this is a moment that as a dad I feel like I need to say this. This is a really important principle. ...in this movie and we can't glaze past it. There's a difference sometimes between a hero and a leader. You know, heroes are the ones that you know, you think that they're like the hotshot pilot... ...that's going to defy orders because he's going to take things out. He's going to take things into his hands... And he does this, but sometimes you need someone that understands the bigger picture, and that's what a leader leader was, and that's who Leia was, and that's who she needed Poe to be. Yeah. But the reality
2: was Poe was more concerned with being the hero, and that's what she's
3: upset with him about. Right.
2: That's she says that later on when she's talking with about Haldo. she's like, she was more concerned about protecting the light than seeming like a hero.
3: Yeah. So that's, a. I mean, that's an important lesson to remember. Sometimes you got to see a bigger picture than just what your mission is at that point. Yep. But anyway, yep. that's a dad moment. Uh, we'll move on. Okay. Um,
2: hey, it's a family podcast. I mean, what do you expect? That's right. So, it's always good to have a um, teaching moment.
3: Exactly. So, okay. So um, she get he gets demoted. Um, they get into this big argument where she says there are times when... Um, you can't just jump in an X wing fighter or blow something up mm-hmm. and then here there are comes you can't solve by jumping in an X Wing right. blowing something up. Yeah. Right. So um the resistance comes out of hyperspace and who comes right behind it? First order. First order's in there. They've been tracking it through hyperspace and the attack starts. Right? And what does Poe ask if he can do? Jump He's in an X Wing.
1: Yeah, jump in. Next- to an X-Wing and blow something up. Permission off.
2: Right. to jump into an X-Wing and blow something up. Right, exactly.
3: Operation. So he goes in there. And he gets, he's on his way. It's the famous scene where he's running down the hallway with BB, BB-8. And he's you know getting in there to get into his X-Wing. And what happens to his X-Wing? <laughs> Quite a metaphor. It takes his power away. Yeah, You know, the one thing he's been relying on as the anything. greatest resistance pilot, like Kylo Ren calls him. In the first, I didn't know he in had the Force Awakened. yeah, he's the yeah. greatest Resistance pilot, and there, he's been, he's like over re- relying on his ability in an X-wing to solve all of his problems. Right now, they take his X-wing away, yeah, from him, and they're like, "Who are you going to be now?" And he can't do anything with it. Well, uh, you know, here comes Kylo. He takes out the bridge, and we have the famous Basically, Leia carrying all their fighters, and, right. And, and like they, Carrie, Poppins? Carrie Poppins takes place, <laughs> and um, they put her. They she gets you know in the in the th- the ship, and they put her aside. And then we have to resolve what's happened, right? And that's this. I don't even know, know the general's name, or the, the not the general, but the the leader's name, the lady. Oh, yeah. Sort of on the in the in the background of the entire. Who's bridge. got like
2: the, like, I've said to Nathan, who has an, a nose that could take out the entire First Order itself. Right. No so offense. This is huge. <laughs> that's nice. Okay. Um, anyway. Come anyway,
1: on, I, Sam.
3: She's got a, a schnoz like I do, um, is, is the way that that works. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Our, anyway, my, my family's known for big noses, so um, we'll, we'll just keep moving on. Uh, she's on there, and she's making this speech. She's talking about how all of the resistance leaders, Akbar. Yeah. And all of them are dead except Leia, who is unconscious. And we're, we're seeing Poe. They're all kind of sitting there listening, and you're seeing Poe. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, because I don't think we've talked about it. But Poe's in there, and you keep—they keep cutting to him, and he's listening. And as this leader is saying, the chain of succession or the succession <laughs> of command is clear. I look when I see Poe, it looks like he's—he's he's sitting up, thinking, "I'm the new leader of the yeah. Resistance." Did you guys notice him doing yeah, that? Yeah.
1: Well, he's well, gonna be. Well, no, but
3: in this moment, he thinks that that's what's about yeah. to yeah. what happen.
2: Is is command is commander higher than admiral?
3: No, no. But I don't think he's thinking about admiral Holdo. I don't think he's thinking. I think his ego is as big as that dreadnought that he took out. Mm-hmm. And I think that he thinks, oh my god, well, since gosh, I'm pulled off I'm head. I'm Leia's right hand, because she because he is. Yeah, we don't know anything about Holdo at this point. And so, if you're watching the movie and you see this, you're thinking that, that the command is going to pass on to him, uh, yeah. At this point, and you feel like he does. And then they have, she announces that Vice Admiral Holdo is now in command, yeah. and you and Poe just sort of sits sits back again and slinks back, almost like a sense of relief with disappointment at yeah. the same time. What do you think about I mean, did you did you notice what I'm talking about? I-
1: I didn't notice a disappointment. And I think it was a little bit of curiosity. No, I sense
2: disappointment. Okay, well, the same way. Yeah, you. You no, I do. know.
3: All right, so then they have this big confrontation, right, Nate? Yes. Maybe Nate. Uh, Holdo is telling them that they're just going to make, they're going to try to avoid being shot down. And that's all she tells everybody. And she starts to walk off. And then there's that really awkward conversation between Holdo and Poe. When Poe introduces friends. himself Yeah What does he call himself?
2: Uh great.
3: He calls himself Commander Dameron Yeah And she's like Commander? I, it's Captain Isn't that Leia's last
2: Wasn't that Leia's last Official act to demote you? Yeah For your dreadnought plan
3: For your dreadnought plan Yeah, yeah. like And she's like I know these hotshot pilots And if you guys haven't read Leia Princess of Alderaan yet But if But this fits her character In a big way If you've read that book And those of you listening That have read it You know what I'm talking about um, so then what does Poe do with B- BB Nate? You know, he gets out of there. He's not got any information. He doesn't know what Holdo's up to. She won't reveal anything to him. She goes in there and then Poe... Or he goes into whatever his barracks are or whatever. And he here said, comes he Finn and Rose with their idea about hyperspace tracking. And yeah. what ends up happening as he a se- result.
2: He sends them off to... Well, well they, they talk they mess- to Moz. So yeah, yeah, they talk to Moz and then he sends them off. Have to we ever chamber. seen Moz and Poe together in anything? I not in the movie. No, they may have met in a comic book, though. If
3: you're listening to this podcast and you know of a moment when Poe and Maz interact in some comic or anything like that, why don't you tweet us at at Tatooine Sons and let us know because we'd love to know where that took place. They know each other, but we don't. I don't know if we've ever seen that
2: before. Or
1: maybe the, he just heard stories from Finn. Mm. I don't know. We'll have to see. Or maybe she's a... Because a lot of smugglers know her. And a lot of people know... Moz. maybe he just knows her naturally because she is a pretty famous person. She is okay. So
3: they hatch the plan for Canto Bite, and what is Poe's role in that plan as he stays on? Well, yeah, that's what. Ultimately, he's got to get them into hyperspace when the tracking's turned off. When that happens, but what is he doing throughout the entire Canto Bite sequence on the ship? What is he doing back on the on the Resistance ship?
1: Kind of learning about Haldos' plan.
2: Yeah, trying to. That's what I'd say. Trying to gather as much information about what Paulo's trying to do. He's
3: constantly second-guessing. Or he actually mute, mutinies at uh, one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's really insubordinate throughout this entire movie.
1: Well, he's angry. I would be angry, too, if we didn't view. know if our whole entire fleet is on one ship and we're about to die because we're getting shot and running out of fuel.
3: But a commander... And in this case, a captain is not given liberty to question a, no. an admiral's Vice orders. Admiral. Well, she's an admiral at this point. Yeah. I think she's been promoted fully to admiral at this point. And, she, and he's questioning all of her plans. I mean, that's a, like a, a big gap in authority. And he doesn't have a right to question those those mm. things. You know, there are times in our lives when we don't have, you know, when somebody tells us to do something, we just have to do it. Because that's their their role. Holdo, no, you have Nathan's BB. Nate's nodding his head because he knows the uh, the way it is with his parents. But anyway, um, so he ends up mutinying and barricading himself in the bridge because Holdo's you know been stunning his supporters, and somebody's trying to bust into the bridge. Who ends up busting into the bridge, Sam? Leia. Uh, Leia. What? And and so he's like all relieved. Okay, there's General Organa, she's better now, we're finally, and as the viewer of the movie, you're thinking, oh, finally, Leia's going to side with Poe, we're all going to be good to go
2: now. What happens,
3: BB Nate?
1: Uh, well, Leia shoots Poe.
2: <laughs> she stuns him. She's hiding a gun behind her robes and then just stuns him. Yeah. And
3: And then, so of course, he's knocked out, they get him on a stretcher. And he's loaded onto one of the transports that's gonna go down to crate. Yeah. At this point. And still Poe knows nothing about Crate. He doesn't understand any of that. Well, no. At this point. And what does Holdo say about Poe to Leia? I love it.
2: He's a troublemaker. I like him. I like
3: him. Right? I mean she uh, yeah. at the same time as she as he's been like he shot her. Yeah, or, or tried to. I mean, like he held her at gunpoint. Hold her at gun Yeah, held her at gunpoint, and she's like,
2: "I like him," and and Leia's like, "Me too." Right. I mean, they appreciate his passion right. and his and loyalty
3: Finn, to the cause. Yeah, and
2: Finn said something similar to that. He's like, "They're only tracking us from the lead star Story So he, and he's like, we "So blow we that. blow that one up." He's like, "I <laughs> like where your head's <laughs> at." Yeah, exactly. But that won't work. Yeah. So right. Anyway, right. Anyway. So
3: so they're on the ship. And they're the transport on its way to crate. We don't know this yet. We don't know what's on its way to crate. We just know they're getting off the ship, uh, the main uh, transport. And he jerks him. He jerks awake, yeah, from the stun, and he goes into a full fledged panic. And there's Leia, and she's sitting over there, and she calls him over, and he sees the planet. Yeah. What you know? What happens with that, BB Nate? What does she tell him?
1: Uh, it's an old rebel base that has enough power to get to our allies To let our allies know that we're in trouble <laughs> our, A whole entire First Order fleet is coming to destroy us Well, they don't know it yet
3: Well, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they know that they need to get there And they need to to call a signal out And they head towards this And So, so Poe realizes that Holdo's plan was a lot bigger than what he understood Yeah I mean that's a really awesome idea to think about because in life things happen that we don't understand and sometimes things happen that are...
2: So why
3: didn't Holdo tell anyone?
1: Yeah, that's always my question.
3: Um, you know, and it's a good question. You would think that, that that's one of the arguments about the La- that people have against The Last Jedi. They say, you know, all of the Poe thing would have been dealt with if Holdo would have just told him. But let's keep it real honest here, guys. Admirals don't have to answer to captains, and for him to demand answers is really—it is out of line. It'd be like a, a you know a lance corporal in the military asking a general why are we going to take this city or this you know this field. It doesn't make sense. There's no reason to do you that. It's not your authority. place. Yeah, and 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 I, what I've heard people suggest is that if this is a male general. That nobody's saying that. The reason that people are saying po, Holdo should have told Poe was because it's a woman, and there's some, there's some, you know, maybe that's there's some truth to that. There, this negativity towards Holdo not saying it is because there's sort of a, a bias against women in high-ranking leadership yeah. positions. I mean, it's a possibility. Never, yeah,
2: yeah, it, it no. exists.
3: So, oh yeah. So that, you know, they, that we know what happens. Uh, everything goes to hell in a handbasket on Snoke's ship (laughs) and they start shooting at the transports and knocking them out and uh they end up eventually get a few of them down there on crate and it's time they've got a stall right they've got a stall in order um to or
0: they've got to go hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing
3: cannon, the battering ram cannon, yeah. which we talked about last week at Finn's arc, and Poe's leading the attack on that. And it's not going well.
2: No, they're getting, All of they're the,
3: the, ski, the ski speeders are getting taken out. And what does Poe do in that situation, BB Nate? How does he handle that situation when he sees all of these other ships getting taken out?
1: Well, he says to pull back because they're picking us off too much and it's a suicide run. I
3: think he learned from his dreadnought
1: plan that he doesn't want to... You know, his argument
3: (laughs) at the beginning is you make a plan and you see it through. Yeah, you follow it through. The plan they have in this one is do everything that you can to take out the battering ram cannon. But that's not going according to the way that they thought it was. And he says, let's call off the attack. It's a a suicide mission. Finn, though, is the one that says keep going on. We talked about him last week, right? Yeah. It seems like Poe has learned something different. And it really starts to come together... In the barracks again. Because we talked about this last week. BB Nate. Um, Luke is out there. He's getting ready to take on Kylo Ren. And how? And what does Finn want to do?
1: Wants to go help Luke. He
3: wants to get everybody out there to support Luke and yeah, to take on Kylo Ren. Yeah.
1: And Poe says... No. Nah, let's not do that.
3: Well, it's not really that. What does he really say? He's like, we're the spark that will light the fire that That'll will burn, burn the first spark. Well, he, There's more. He understands... What's going on. Yeah, he's he's thinking about not just the initial moment that's taking place right there. He starts to see things less from a hero's perspective and more from a leader's big picture perspective. Yeah. And what's the big picture that he senses from that? He's stalling. He's stalling so they can escape. Right. So we can escape. And, they, and that's when he leads it out. So while Poe is a kind of a mess in this, he's not my favorite character in The Last Jedi no he goes from being hero willing to sacrifice himself and everybody else for the immediate to leader that sees the big picture which is important because as Luke does that famous line at the end everything you just said was wrong the
2: um, rebellion is reborn today. then it shows shows Poe it shows Poe
1: does that mean that Poe is going to be the new general because
2: well who's left who's
3: left I mean, you got oh, Leia, sure. but they can't really do that because... But we know what's going to happen with Leia, right? In fact, there's that funny scene, right, where he's, like, f- talking about the crystal critters and... Well, that's Finn that says it, but you can't have a podcast talking about the Vultexes without calling them a crystal, crystal critter, critter right? Yeah. Anyway, so the crystal critter. We're the crystal critters, and and Poe realizes that they're trying to... They're finding another path out,
1: and Brian he says, let's
3: he always... go, follow me, and he yeah. starts walking off, and what... Does everybody else do? They all look, look at, at Leia and see what she says. And what, Nate, BB Nate, what does Leia say?
1: Why are you looking at me? Follow him. That is
3: the moment where the where the leadership of the rebellion goes from Leia to Poe. Yeah. At that point. Pretty much. He's the, and we know because Leia's not going to be in the next one because Carrie Fisher's untimely death, that that's the way it's going to be. So, mm-hmm. what did you think about Poe's story overall?
1: Uh, it was very. just. All Over the places,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sam. What did you think, Samuel?
2: Uh, I thought it was a good example of going from a hot shot, hot head to um, actually wising up a little bit. <laughs> There's a lot of
3: like really great life lessons that yeah, you can take from, from post-story. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. All right, let's move on to the next topic. I think that's me. Mm-hmm. I should know that because I get Han Solo's blaster as my sound effect. Okay. Um, first thing we want to do is we're, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Rebels season four premieres yeah, been released. Really nice. We haven't talked about Rebels, Rebels on the at podcast at all. No. Uh, we'll be talking a lot more about Rebels over the next few oh, months yes. oh, yeah. um, as we finish up the season and the series uh, with that. But as we, um, before we get into that, I want to give a shout out to Star Wars polls at SWPolls two four seven. Um, they are one of the reasons that we had over 500 votes in our poll because they retweeted us a bunch of times, and uh, that got people uh, to engage in our poll. So thanks for that, guys. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the Rebels season four. Um, first of all, the date is going to be
2: February right
3: February 24th. Yeah. All right, so it's been a little while um, since we've seen it. It's been a long while. Since we've seen it. Um, What do you guys think um, about... Do you remember... I don't really remember where we landed the last with Star Wars Rebels.
2: Uh, Hera got captured by the Empire. Oh my gosh. That's right. Hera's captured. They're on Lothal. Oh yeah. They're back on Lothal. And it's like under serious, heavy control. From the Kanan's been
3: having this weird relationship with wolves. (laughs) Or Ezra? Well, Ezra starts it, but then remember we the, the wolves yeah, keep calling out doom. to doom, yeah, and they keep and they lead him through the like that force portal tum- or something or whatever thing? it was. That
2: was.
3: Yeah, bizarre. Crazy All right, episode. so it's, yeah, February twenty fourth is coming, and we've got some night. Ti- uh, we've got the titles of the first two episodes. Um, the and, one in, and
2: small description and little
3: description. So let's yeah. talk about that. February twenty fourth, the first episode of the second half of the season, episode ten, is called Jedi. Night. Not K N I G H T. That's right.
2: N I G H
3: T. What do you think that means, BB Day?
1: Uh, I think Kanan is going to die.
2: Oh, man. Well, what about you? Mean, well, you let's look at the, the description. description. Okay, it yeah. says the
3: the ghost crew infiltrates the Imperial headquarters on Lothal to save one of their own. So, who are they obviously infiltrating Herod. to save? Here. Okay, yeah. so Hera's in prison. They're going to go in there. And she
2: obviously gets out because... Uh, I mean, we see her in Rogue One. Well, we hear of her. Of her yeah, know? well, she's clearly... And then she's in been destiny.
3: in Forces of Destiny with Han Solo.
2: And, and they're so releasing
1: a new comic. That's and true. You what it
2: is? Is She's going to be with um, Dr. Aphra. Yeah.
1: yeah. She's going to help. Right.
3: So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, so, BB Nate, you think... That Kanan is going to die in this episode?
1: Because of the second episode title.
2: Well,
3: we're not talking about the second episode. Jedi Night N-I-G-H-T, not K-N-I-G-H-T. Nate, or Samuel the Hutt. Gosh, I made that mistake again. Samuel the Hutt, uh, what do you think about the first of the new episodes? Well, out? I'm
2: not sure why it's called Night, as in like nighttime. Uh, it might be just something super simple as like they were infiltrating the base at night. And using Jedi power? Yeah. I mean, it could be just that simple. Um, It's going to be pretty intense because there's a heavy Imperial um, presence on Lethal. So if they're infiltrating the Imperial headquarters, which most likely has Thrawn in it, I mean, it makes sense for there to be Thrawn, and Governor Price and all them, it's going to be pretty intense. Like, they're going to... Probably I'd end up in quite a fight. And I can see where Nathan's coming from. I mean, we know that... Um, Kane and, and Hera are, like, in a relationship. Well, so he would pretty much... One. Yeah, he would pretty much do anything to, like, save her. Which he can... may even result in him sacrificing himself to save right. the ghost crew. What else were you we going to say, BB Nate, about that episode? Uh,
1: Well, it also... Maybe... You're right. Maybe just they're infiltrating it at night. Mm. But it may be that they're infiltrating it at night and it's the night for the Jedi. The Jedi that we all know, Kanan, to die. Could be. And then we go to... And then we hit the
3: the next episode that's going to be a week later, March 3rd, episode 11, is called Doom. D U M E. Because we know that Kanan Jairus is. Original name for the Jedi Purge in Order 66 was Caleb Doom. uh, From, uh, what's the
2: name of that book? You read it. A New Dawn. A New Dawn. Thank you. I read it. It's
3: a great book, by the way. (laughs) If you haven't read Star Wars A New Dawn, it's really a pretty good book. But anyway, um, I understand Hera and Kanan a lot better now uh, for reading that book. But anyway, um, here's the description. I think maybe that you have... um, You have concluded correctly, BB Nate, because here's the description. Doom, reeling from a devastating loss. The Ghost crew rallies together to find a new purpose and resolve. What could their new purpose be now? Their purpose,
2: through three and a half seasons... Was to uh, it has been Lethal. Yeah, it's to liberate Lethal. Did they? And so, so that so can mean either one of two things: either they liberated Lethal, which probably didn't happen, mm, I know or they happened. just because we know it hasn't happened
3: because the first victory of the New Rebellion is Rogue One, because that's the way a New Hope's trailer or crawl, the title crawl of uh, the New Hope calls it. Yeah, yeah. their first victory. So
2: basically, they're like, we can't save Lothal, So what do we do now that we're assuming? Now that they've lost Kanan.
3: So you think that they lose Kanan and
2: they give up on Lothal and leave.
3: Yeah, because they, they just think they figure it's hopeless. What about you, BB Nate?
1: Um, Maybe they see the bigger picture. Maybe they see that it's just not just about one planet. Maybe it's to save everything. Because they have been... Doing a little...
3: They've been over-focused on Lothal. Yeah. They keep yeah. going back to Lothal. Well, this mean, rebellion is forming on Yavin 4, as we speak. Yeah. They I keep mean, wanting to go to Lothal. Maybe they, their new purpose and resolve has to do with that rebellion. Yeah.
2: yeah maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe after the loss, they think maybe the rebellion is useless at this point or something. And they join Saw. Wow. Because they were contacted They become by Saul. partisans? That, or maybe just Ezra departs, because we noticed that he was kind of, he kind of connected with Saul and was like, it kind of makes sense what he's trying to do. Well, here's what I think. I think that Disney and Lucasfilm
3: are very careful about um, the what, things that they release, and if something is released this far in advance, a month and a half, before the, um, uh, release of the of the next episode that makes you assume one thing's going to happen, you could pretty much assume that what That's you think is going scary. to not happen. Yeah, here's um, what I predict. I predict that Jedi Knight in that sequence that Ezra sacrifices himself to free Hera. You mean you think he dies? I think he dies. No, because the I whole
2: think, no, because the and entire there's no Rebel purpose series. for them to
3: try to save fall anymore. Because the driving force was Ezra. Was Ezra.
2: But you can't do that because Rebels is about Ezra. You start off seeing but Ezra, Rebels it's is all Reb- ending. It's all,
3: and so now you have to deal with what does that mean for the Rebels and the and for the rest of the series? They're transitioning to Yavin Four, and I think we mm-hmm. see them. We get to see the final episode is their role during the attack on Scarif.
2: I don't see Well, don't if see this that.
1: does happen, and if Acer does die, I would love to see him as a force ghost. No, yeah, no, the series. no, no. no. I mean, he's
2: he's not, not strong enough in the force no, to be a force ghost. No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Oh. There's no way that's happening. So, so what do you think? Do you think I'm wrong, or do you think I could be right?
1: Uh, I think you're right, but I don't want, I don't want you to be right. Okay. No no offense against you, just I don't want that bad.
3: Sam's upset because he still thinks DJ is Ezra.
1: No, I just think you
2: can't do that, even if the series is ending. It's about Ezra. You don't kill him all. There off. is no
3: Ezra when we get to A New Hope. I think in the end, both Kanan and Ezra are going to die before we get to A New Hope. Well, that because there's no sense. Jedi when you get there, because the last of the Jedi you will be. Yoda says it to Luke. Yeah. There can't be a Jedi. Both of them have to die, but I think Ezra's dying in this one, and they have to figure out what or, to do next, which means they join the larger rebellion and stop worrying about Lothal. They have a new purpose.
2: Or Kanan dies, and Ezra just ditches the force completely and lives on Canto Bight.
3: And becomes DJ. Gets thrown in jail. He has a stutter, because mm-hmm. he's so emotionally scarred from yeah, the uh, that would be emotionally scarred destruction
2: of Lothal. Yeah. It's so a stutter. Yeah. That's sad. It is. He gets... Maybe like Canyon gets like beheaded by Garth yeah. Theory. That would be emotionally scarring. That'd that gave me a stutter. That,
1: that wouldn't be TVG. Well, yeah.
3: <laughs> it's going to get pretty dark. tvy I mean, There have been several episodes that really don't belong on Disney XD. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, there have yeah,
1: been
2: edgy episodes.
1: Yeah. Right.
3: Well, let's move to the third topic of the day. Uh, Nate, that's going to be you. There was something Sam. fun on the Star Wars. Oh, Sam. Hi. hi. Hi, Sam. I was actually really thinking of BB Nate. By the way, I wasn't calling somebody by the wrong name. I just had the wrong person altogether. Samuel the Hutt, you'll be taking this on. We had something fun on the Star Wars show yesterday.
2: Yeah, so the uh, the Lucasfilm Story Group and Star Wars show were out. Uh, they shared a bunch of little secrets and mainly just Easter eggs. Uh, if you don't know what an Easter egg is, it's just like a quick little nod to something else in the in the series or something like that. Uh, all, all the little Easter eggs in the Last Jedi, and they had like like Pablo Hidalgo, and well, that's really the only one I know. <laughs> yeah, all the guys in Lucasfilm story guys in yeah. and Young Lady as well. Yeah, and, and Lucas um, quick story. shout out to. Reb Alliance, um, their Twitter handle is at Reb Diaz D E A Z Z for suggesting this uh, this topic for us to discuss. Yeah, it's a pretty fun topic. Absolutely. They, they definitely. It was like a thirty minute or almost. Yeah. Like, it was it a was long, episode. very special version. of Yeah, because the star show is usually like what five to ten minutes. Yeah, usually.
1: <laughs> the one announcing Ryan Johnson's saga was two minutes long. <laughs> <It was laughs> right. Really short. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah really sure on Okay, about, so let's but, talk
3: about what was your favorite, um, Sam. Samuel the Hutt, you were... Well, you I should probably leave this one to Nate if
2: he knows what I'm All doing right, Nate,
3: we'll let you go first. All right, BB, Nate, what was your favorite little Star Wars The Last Jedi secret revealed by the story group on Star Wars Show yesterday?
1: Well, the...
0: This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. See the latest designs from your favorite brands, including Thermador, at your local Ferguson showroom.
3: Or Wednesday, because this is Saturday. Ah, anyway. I see. Ah, yes,
1: Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, when you... When you get to a crate and then you go out into the mines and there's this guy yelling. In the and bunk then,
2: and you go yeah. out in the trenches.
1: Yeah, in the trenches. The person that's yelling is Brian Herring. And we met him as yeah! no. He's
2: the puppeteer for Boba for Boba. BBA <laughs> and a few uh, many of the porgs. Yeah. That's so cool. and Nathan's the, met him. Yes. And he was in... And I had Russia. a picture. Maybe there. that's why he said it's such a good movie. Because he, he was
3: it. in it the whole time.
2: Yeah. Right? He's like, you're going to love it. We're going to give a shout out to Brian
3: Herring on Twitter when this episode goes Ooh. out. Yeah, we should. You better retweet it, Brian. No. Because <laughs> you know BB Nate. You signed his backpack, signed his picture. We got a picture with him. It was awesome. It cool was amazing.
1: Cool dude. And and he didn't have much of a line.
3: No, but he was
2: awesome. Yeah, he no, was awesome. I was cool.
1: Like, we took a picture with him. And he's like, are you going to be So who that? was he... Again? So he, he was, was
2: just, so so. Do you remember the shot when they're like about to start attacking the um, the first order and they run out in, uh, in the salt trench or whatever? Remember that scene? Yeah. And they pan right. There's a single rebel just like yelling some sort of order. Oh, okay. that's so on crate. It's yeah, like, on crate. Yeah, like on a crate. On okay. crate. No, no, crate, crate. crate. Okay. And the, then the there's general a little trench walks there. out. Okay, okay, so before the yeah. general walks out, and starts yeah, he, the rebel Yeah, It's Like when they're still in the trench and they're that's looking. Yeah, that's Brian here. Oh yeah. man, I gotta see it again. I know,
1: but. And what was so cool at Star Wars Celebration is we got we got the picture that was first, and then after that he's like, "Are you going to be getting my autograph?" And we said, "Yes, yes, yes we're going to do that." And he's like, "I would love to talk more with you guys."
2: That's cool. And he's just so, a cool guy. Yeah,
1: he was, he was just. And he
2: told us what he thought about the last Jedi. that's of why I'm saying. And
1: he said he, he, he really really liked it. And
2: he said, "Like it." I mean, of course he did because he was in it's it. BB eight and Porgs. And some random rebel dude. And some
3: random rebel dude. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna find that. We gotta like go to the theater, watch it again. I need to take a picture of it and tweet it out. For Brian. well, they had
2: a clip of it on the, oh, the of the thing. Oh, yeah. we're
3: gonna get a screenshot of that yeah. for sure. Okay. Anyway. Sam the, Samuel the Hutt. Samuel Lamading
2: Dong. Uh,
1: Sorry,
3: that's, my... that's his other nickname. All right. Yeah. Samuel the Hutt, What was your <laughs> most interesting thing you remember Well,
2: from it? I mean, I really like the uh, Brian Herring one, yeah. but I was gonna leave that one to Nate. So. I Don't know there was like there was one that I noticed like I think the first time we watched the movie This one's a more obvious easter egg, but you see the compass that Luke finds in Battlefront 2 and I think I've discussed this but And that was cool. Also. I noticed something I don't think I discussed this but when they do the flashbacks to when you know all the flashbacks with Ben or whatever Okay, when so see, the,
3: the Jedi Temple uh, Academy and yeah, all that. Right,
2: yeah, when, when they When you see the lightsaber on the desk and you see Ben reaching after it, the compass is there. Really? Yeah.
3: Interesting. So I think then, the
2: compass is a tie back to what? The Battlefront. The battlefront, battlefront 2. 2. Yeah. The yeah. first can. Also, a mini one that I found funny too. Well, No, I'm not going to discuss it cuz it's complete, pretty much unrelated, but I was just saying well, I just found is... it funny. Oh, go ahead. Go I on. mean, you know when they parked the already shuttle
3: 50 minutes into the podcast, we're already way over our, our normal time.
2: When you when they parked the shuttle on Canterbite, when uh, if, if, if for a brief second when you're looking at the shuttle and they're shooting at it, you can see a bunch of parking tickets and parking violations on the <laughs> on the the pod. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, they like this. they just kept slapping them on there because they were parked on the beach. That's awesome. <laughs> My my favorite thing that I saw, I said
3: it was a big deal when I I told you guys to watch this video. I mean, it's not like it was a revelation, (laughs) but um, I think it was a really important thing uh, because it set up what I say feel like is one of the most uh, emotional moments of The Last Jedi. So between the release of The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi... Stories came out that when they finished filming The Force Awakens, we were beginning to finish filming it, that originally Rey was going to take BB-8 with her yeah. to ahch mm-hmm. with on the Millennium Falcon with Chewbacca. And Ryan Johnson came to J.J. Abrams and asked specifically that she take R2-D2. And the reason he wanted r 2 d And people knew that there was a... He, the, the rumor was there was a change... He Had to the last scene with it. Well, the, it came out in the show that the change was R2, R2 instead of BB8 yeah. on Act 2. And the reason was he wanted to connect the moment on the, the Falcon when Luke is saying he's nothing he can, R2D2 can say is going to change his mind. And he projects. And technically,
2: he, he said nothing you can change. Yeah, he's talking about leaving the island. Technically, he never left the island. That's true. But anyway,
3: um, she, he broadcasts the message from A New Hope. I
1: wonder if... Hold uh, on.
3: Oh, no, the message, though. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. You're my only hope message from Leia in episode four. So what were you going to say, Nate? I,
1: I I don't know. But I wonder if Mark Hamill didn't know that that was going to happen.
3: Oh, I think... Yeah, no, yeah, he didn't. Did, did. I think it's pretty... It was a really mm-hmm. emotional... Every time I see that scene, it sort of really makes you... I mean, I get all those feels <laughs> of, of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, And when he says, you know cheap move and that kind of cheap thing. Move. That was a You cheap know move. that it, it's like art it, the thing I like about that scene is you can see when Luke sees R2D2 you hear in Luke's voice his real affection and care R2. for, right. Luke, for R2D2. Yeah, and you also see R2 knows Luke. Yeah. He knows Luke's emotions and at the moment he's been saving this message for 40 years almost? Yeah. In his memory banks and holding it in...
2: Well, no, not that long. Almost. 30 to 35 years. Well, I mean... Because you know that he was with R2 when the temple burned down. He's been saving this message that whole time is what I'm saying.
3: He hasn't used this in any way. He's been saving it for this kind of moment. And just to throw that out when he needed to the most... And he knows that that's what's going to do it. And it works to an extent. While he doesn't leave the island, what does he immediately, Luke immediately do? He immediately goes down and says he's going to start training Ray. Right. And so it's a really awesome scene. Anything else in your remember
1: and from it? So and there was
2: good
3: one go
1: thing. And they said when Luke touches Leia's hand to drop the dice and kind of – Leia kind of notices, and this is what I they noticed said. noticed that the last yeah, time. And, he, and that's when he
2: gives her that look, saying, "Don't say anything yet." Right, but and and she's understood. the only one
1: that can notice that he's not. But and I
2: think CDPO and you think 3PO, though, so. because oh, yeah. the scanners or whatever noticed that something was up. That's why he gives him the wink, saying, "Hey, stay quiet." <laughs> yeah, exactly, like he's, the one time C
3: three keep, po keeps his mouth shut is when Luke tells him to right with a wink. That's right. awesome.
2: So, also, a lot of people have been asking, okay, why does Luke? appear so young in the movie and why is he using the blue lightsaber when he's that it was all obvious when we watched it you know after you know that he's not really there it's obvious why it's ryan johnson said he's just appearing as the form that will most um aggravate kylo because kylo says that 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 blue lightsaber belongs to him and and all that and when when luke betrays ben um air He's about that age and he looks like that. So he's just appearing in that form to yeah. basically tick off Kylo. Uh, yeah.
1: And they were like pointing out a little bit of stuff that you can tell that Luke is uh, not uh, actually what,
2: there. Uh, things uh, that uh, would have yeah. been clues. Yeah. And, like that
1: was an interesting and segment. really cool to the sound mixers. I hope they get an Oscar because <laughs> they noticed that every time they showed Kylo Ren's lightsaber, you could hear Salt Crackles hitting it. And stuff like that. When there was Luke couldn't hear any Also,
2: you can't hear foots- Luke's footsteps. Yeah, you but you can hear, hear, the hear
1: Kylo's. But it's just amazing for the sound. Yeah, the
2: sound in the movie was phenomenal. Yeah, like it was awesome. You know, uh, they, they noticed this, and I don't know why I didn't notice it, but when they put the trash can on BB-8, he's mimicking mousetroids. Oh droids. yeah, it was a funny. Yeah, But in that nice like, little cheery voice. Before I go see Half it, I said time.
3: Mm-hmm. I think I want to listen, watch that Easter egg show one more time. Because yeah, I, think I agree. So fun. we can be keeping an eye out All for right. it. All right, let's uh, see if um, we forgot anything today. Anything else? Anything you guys wanted to talk about? You didn't want
2: to talk about? You go first, Sam. We didn't talk about the new DLC. Come on. We Dad. still
3: haven't talked about the. New... Well, when you guys got to remind me when I'm making the show notes, not like okay. not when we're on the show. Okay. DLC. Okay. It's a big one. Oh yeah. But next week, you know, it's going to get time be trumped the by show. the solo trailer. That's going to end up coming right. we our next show. But anyway. It's going
1: to come out during a playoff game on Sunday.
3: That's All All right, right, right. So anyway, oh, so we forgot the DLC again.
1: And I want to talk about Leia's character arc in The Last Jedi. It's it's very different from the other movies.
3: Alright, I'll make a deal with you guys that unless the world turns upside down Star Wars, that next week we'll talk about Leia's character arc, we'll talk about the DLC, and hopefully we'll be talking about a solo trip. Wait, wait, there? wait.
1: Can I take back mine? Can we talk about the Porg character arc? No. Okay.
3: <laughs> oh, I mean, on. we'll talk about Porgs. Um, sometime, but not that Mm -hmm. I, uh, there's one thing that we have to talk about as something that I'm really excited. Those of you that are listening to our podcast, we've got, we've been having a ton of, uh, downloads and, um, lots of listens and we're pretty excited about it. And then of course on Twitter, um, people are saying that we're one of the top new podcasts that are out there. We're really excited about that. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much Uh, for your support. Um, but here's, um, where we're going to come to you. We've got something kind of exciting to announce and we're going to ask for your help. Um, basically the way it works is this costs us about $25 a month right now to do this podcast, which doesn't sound like a lot of money, but we don't have a lot of money either. Um, you know, most of us, you know, we're, we're just trying to find our place in all of this and that's what we're doing with this as well. And, and we don't have $25 a month. And, um, my wife and the Tatooine son's mom has made it very clear. Um, that we're going to have to find funding for our podcast. And that's going to happen. We're cool because we've just set up a Patreon page. And so what we're asking is for if you like this podcast and you want to help financially support us so that this podcast can continue, we're looking for 25 people that listen to our podcast and follow us on Twitter to pledge $1 a month. If you guys will pledge just $1 a month, you can find our Patreon page on our podcast page. You can find it on Twitter. You're going to be able I'm going to be tweeting it out there. I'm going to be sharing it. You can search us on Patreon and just search for Tatooine Sons and we will come right up.
2: S-O-N-S.
3: S-O-N-S, Tatooine Sons, like my two sons that are sitting here at the table with me. Um, if you'll search Tatooine Sons or go to our page and find us us on find us on Twitter. Um, you can pledge to support the podcast for $1 a month. And when we get to 25 podcast supporters, patrons a month, Um, we'll know that we've reached our goal, which will help fund our hosting site and everything that we're doing with our podcast. And we're very excited and we're confident we're gonna be able to get that before the end of January, which is our goal. Um, So we're asking you to be a part of that. When we get that up and running, we're going to do a special insider show for our patrons. Yep. And you only can access this show. If you're one of our patrons on Patreon. So it will go through that site. And we'll send that link to you guys. And uh, what it will be is. We will get together for a very short period of time. Uh, probably 15 to 20 minutes a week. Where we each bring. Both Samuel the Hut. BB Nate and myself. Bring two or three topics that we want to talk about on the show. And we'll discuss We'll not discuss the topics. We don't want to you know, spoil the actual right. podcast episode. But we'll discuss what we're thinking about the, having on the show. The chat will be available. You guys can speak in on the chat if you want to do this live. And, we'll, and you can get an insider's peek into how we decide what's going to be on the show. So you guys can be a part of that. We just have to get to our 25 supporters. So look us up on Patreon, Tatooine Sons, S-O-N-S, and we can do that, okay? And then, oh yeah, we've got a poster contest and we've got our 10 reviews. We've been running a poster contest. We received at Celebration an exclusive Princess Leia, a New Hope, limited edition poster. It's available. A photo of it's on our Twitter page, so you can see it right there. It's pinned to the top of our page. You can see a picture of it. We set up a contest uh, for subscribers and ratings and reviews. And we have got the reviews and we've got the ratings and we're pretty close to the subscribers. We're using sort of a, uh, an unscientific way of judging how many subscribers because there's no way to know for sure. They don't tell you on, on on podcast services how many subscribers you have. But we know kind of how to judge it and we're close. So if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't subscribed on iTunes, you haven't subscribed on Google, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio or um, YouTube Speaker. or Spreaker, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe because when we reach this, if you've rated us, and you reviewed us, and you're one of these subscribers, and you tweet us that you've subscribed to us. Um, you're going to be in the list, the uh, your name's in the hat for the drawing for this poster, and hopefully within the next week to two, we will have that ready to go, and we will be announcing that. So um, that's coming up soon as well. All right, let's talk about the poll for next week. This one's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, here's our poll. Here's our poll for next week: Which rebel do you think will become one with the force when Rebels returns? And that's just the way that we're going to say he, they die. It could be any of them, uh, which in a nice way, re, in a nice way. Which rebel do you believe will become one with the force when Rebels returns on February 24th? Canaan, Ezra, Sabine, or Zeb? You get to follow us on Twitter and and vote on that. Share that poll as well and see if we can even beat this week's 531. Uh, Let's see if we can do that. All right. Anything else we want to talk about tonight? Too late because we've already been an hour. This is our longest podcast ever, guys. Seriously, yeah. We're we're so sorry that we've entertained you for a full hour, Um, (laughs) and I hope that it was entertaining. So thanks, guys. May the force be with you. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Are you brainless? I never ask that question till after I've done it.
0: Miss smarter than this. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent.
1: Yep yep.